black and lifeless sky crests over the hill while we all look on with worry. Where did the sun go? Will it ever come back? What has become of our beloved sky? So many questions stir like the storms ahead. For now, we press forward. It's that special time of day, and I'm still on the road. Blaine's log. What day? Who knows? Everything just sort of blends together when you're out in the apocalypse. I've taken time to get a feel for the area and gather resources. From what I can tell, we're near 7th and Main, which means if I keep walking south-ish, I'll eventually hit Willow Way, depending on how fast I walk. From there, I don't know. Maybe we'll find some more people. Maybe we won't. For now, the plan is to start walking and read the rest of Jack's journal. It's a pretty interesting tale, and I'm still invested from yesterday. A lot of stuff in this journal for the next few pages get really, really weird. By that, I mean there's like a bunch of really hardcore math, drawings, symbols. It's just a mess of things I honestly don't really understand. Plus, there's a few pages that have just been ripped out completely, so we're going to have to skip around a bit and start in July of 2014 when things smoothed out. Surprise, surprise! The first coherent thing in July is a poem. Of course it's a poem. It's always a poem. It's just like, I feel like these things pop up whatever there's like death or despair or something coming, you know? It's just like, can't have a normal day at the poetry slam. It's always the pre-warning to some terrible thing coming. Oh well, it's not like I have any better ideas, so I guess let's just give it a read. You built your kingdom around me, left trapped inside and only wanting to be free. I'm fading fast, as you will see. Keep on growing, till you're hollowed out and empty. I'm withering to an absentee, drained of all that soon will be, drunk on sermons that you preach, withering roots that once made me. Climb me up into the canopy, growing higher until there's nothing left to be. So tell me everything you see. Let desires build up my debris. My hard work finally pays off. There's been great success in maintaining communication with the voice from the void. I've had several conversations now, and it's to the point where the calls will come regularly to my phone, and there's no barriers between us. The calls do come at random sporadic hours through the night, but it's not like we can help that, and it's not like I'm complaining. They've taught me so many things, and I'm so grateful for all of it. 
so many different voices call me, all with their own wisdoms and love, advice to give. It's so nice to feel accepted, to feel loved and seen. They speak of understanding, wisdom through realms and love, love as it's truly meant to be known, love that doesn't have to hide, doesn't have to pretend or act like it's something else. It's freeing, it's beautiful, and it's everything I could possibly want in me and the people I care so deeply about. I'm drunk on their words. I am desperate to learn everything they have to offer. And the voices know this. They feed me, they grow me, they give me so much more. They talk so lovingly about this void where they are from, where they began their journey. And I am drawn more and more. I dream of it now, even with my eyes open. With each conversation, it becomes more clearly. It's all I can think about these days. The void sounds wonderful. Things are different there. They don't divide, they don't judge. They don't have to hide themselves away. Instead, everyone just gets to live as they truly are, loving and accepting others as everyone coexists in pure truth and harmony. Imagine living in a world like that. Everything is united. Everyone is united. Love is given freely without fear, hatred, or the threat of those who would tear you apart. There is no need to hide anything, for everyone is a part of everyone, and everyone understands everyone. It's a place where you would never have to be afraid. It's a place where you could love without any hesitation would lie. I wish so dearly to be there. I wish I could take Sammy with me. We could get married, have a family, live freely without anyone telling us what's right or wrong. Maybe Lily could even come. We could have another shot at the old radio show we used to have could be nice just for once. We wouldn't have to dance around each other like we used to so many times in the past. And maybe I could share some of the interesting things I'd find and for once they would listen and they would see and they would understand. It would be amazing. I've tried to be patient and quiet about everything I've tried to be understanding, to give space, to just be good old Jack and the person everyone needs. But the truth is, I'm tired. I'm so very tired of being ignored. I'm tired of being forced to hide who I am, of not being able to show my love, of being forced to dance around on eggshells for fear that I'm going to be misunderstood, that someone's going to think I'm crazy or that the wrong person will see me, will see my fiance, and tear us apart in every way possible. I'm just, I'm so tired of being pacified, of being told to just wait a little longer, and everything will work out. It's so draining to constantly play 
pretend that everything is fine to just put on the show and the same song and dance over and over and over again. When does it end? When do we get to be free? When is it finally my turn to be heard? I just want this show to end. I just want to feel safe and normal and valid for once in my life. That is all I want. We moved all the way across the country to be free to be ourselves. But are we actually free? Sammy still puts on some forced male bravado on air, and me? I just smile, sit in the background, and pretend that I don't care about the supernatural. I don't talk about aliens, I don't talk about the voice or any of this with him, because he's so sick of hearing about it. So I just dampen my passions, pretend to just be a regular guy, just working with just a roommate and co-worker, and nothing else. It hurts. It's frustrating. Every single second I have to put on a fake smile is a dagger in my heart. Things were supposed to be different here. And yet, he still won't hold my hand in public. It's so easy to get overwhelmed with all these fears. But the shadows have a better way. They're telling me coordinates of something big. Something that's supposed to change everything. Something that will finally set me free from this terrible prison in which I've been forced to live. All I have to do is find it. For the last few weeks, I've searched nonstop. Very little time for food, for sleep, for anything else. Because this is all that matters. We'll finally be free will finally be heard. I will finally have the peace I'm desperately looking for. And Sammy, he looks at me with so much fear these days. He treats me like a madman, but he just doesn't know what I know. And how could he? He's so wrapped up in his own delusions and his own fears. He's a slave to this world and all that they've made him to be, but no more. Soon enough, I will find that door. I will set us free. I will break him out of this prison and we will be together like we deserve to be. No more lies, no more barriers, no more acts. We will see each other. We will hear each other, a place where we deserve be. All I have to do is find that doorstep. Oh, Lane did not like that. No, they didn't. Gonna keep walking ahead. Maybe this little cat last weird. <sighs> Jack, Jack, Jack. You know, I knew he had a fiance, but I guess I never really connected the dots of just like the timeline and all of that of how hard it would actually be. 
I mean, the man is mentally trapped in the year 2015, but it's not like that's everything. A lot happened that year, especially if you're the type of man who would want to marry another man and not get arrested. It's a hard world out there for people who don't fit inside the box. I can only imagine what it's like for people who think they're free, only to find themselves forced to dance in the same box they always have. Then you wouldn't be able to even say anything about it to the people you love. Jeez. I know I'd hate that. Probably want to burn everything to the ground. Anyways, I've been walking for a little bit, and now I'm in a little area of shops or something like that. There aren't really a lot of roads here, and I think that's a gazebo in the middle of the streets. So, I think I hit the old dance gazebo down Willow Way? Wow. Looks like time really flies when you're reading through somebody else's personal thoughts. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. We're down Willow Way. Which means if I keep walking till around Rainbow, hang a left, I could find the station. And hey, maybe that's the plan after this little journal reading session. You know, find the station, send out a broadcast, maybe check through notebooks and all that stuff to find a way to fix this mess. I mean, I don't know if there's anything out there that can really help us, but never know. Maybe I'll get the message out to Marina. Or Liv. Or hey, maybe Jack would want to listen to everything I had to say. I don't know. It's worth the shot. Ugh. The darkness is getting thicker up ahead. It looks like really intense, foggy stuff is clouding everything. Weird weather? Something else? Who's to say? We'll find out in a minute, and who knows? Maybe we'll find survivors, or something else? We'll just have to keep trucking forward. And in the meantime... <sighs> we have a few more sections to go. So let's keep reading. I found another poem. This is gonna be fun. My words spread like fire on weeds spreads around like some awful cursed disease and though i try to fix the pain all the ashes will fall in vain now listen close to my version of the tale hear my weakness as my story will unveil there was pain before i began this fall sometimes i just can't help myself at all Patch the cracks with a smile on your face. I thought we were fine as we held that close embrace. But the laughter hid the cries in your heart. And that's where my downfall truly starts. Now I'm feeling all the doubts while you're scrambling for the exit out. Screaming, crying, wanting more. All is fair and love and war. Are we allies or enemies? This will be the death of me. Sammy has become a nuisance. 
He just keeps coming in, begging me to stop what I'm doing, to get help before I kill myself from listening to these voices. Over and over, he keeps trying to shut it down, and over and over, we keep fighting. He's just so worried about what I might do. As if this is some big dangerous thing, as if I don't know exactly what's happening, when really he's the one that needs to listen and needs to understand. But that's the thing. Sammy just doesn't understand. He refuses to understand. And until I can physically show him, he's not going to listen. It's a shame. I love him so much, and yet he's so very blind. He cares so much, and yet he just doesn't know why I'm sacrificing for him, for us. In his mind, this is just some strange obsession, just a distraction from a sad little secret wedding ceremony that he keeps trying to convince me is worth something. Really, it's not. It's just a cheap imitation of all our hopes and dreams. At one point, I might have been happy with that. It might have been enough for me. But I have seen the truth. I have seen the light and I am no longer happy with false pretenses and shadows of things we should truly have. I am going to set us free, whether he likes it or not. We will be together, but not here. No. We will make our home in a place where we're free to be ourselves. Where I'll finally be listened to. Sammy is against all of this, and he's even reached out to Lily, who's tried to get me to take a break. They're so ignorant. They're so bound down by everything this world has had to throw at us. They do not know what I know. They have not seen what I've seen. My powers have grown. The shadows continue to be strengthened within me. I can hear the voices speaking vivid and loud now. I hardly have to use my phone to receive their messages. It's there, inside my head, in the corners of a darkened room. In the brief moments of silence between activities, they are there with me, and I am with them. We're connected. After so much time of isolation, I find myself a part of a glorious web of voices and hearts and desires woven together for a greater good, for a nobler cause. They call to me now, welcoming me as one of their own, as a respected guest, beckoning me to come home to the Shadowlands with them. In the past few months, I've grown stronger and stronger. And it hurts more and more to stay here, to pretend I know nothing. I have to do this. I have to find them, put my mind at ease and free us once and for all. I'm prepared to leave. And soon enough, it'll all finally happen.
Sammy is hesitant to let me go. Even Lily, reaching out in her own desperate attempts, is trying to stop me. Just as it's always gone, they refuse to listen to the truths that I've learned, the wisdom that I've gained. But their rejection matters no longer. I am connected to those who know who I am, who truly see me and understand my desire for knowledge. I am going to find them. I am going to be embraced, to be truly loved. It's the verge of enlightenment, true freedom. And soon, I'll be free of this world. Soon we'll all be free to live and love as we were truly made to do. Everything is in place now. I just need to wait for the timing. The holidays are a complicated time to start anything, so my travels will have to wait until after. The new year awaits with so much possibility. 2015 is going to be the year. Right after Christmas. I can feel it. I can sense it. Soon enough, my love, I will free us from the shackles that have bind us. Soon. Huh? Huh. Yep. Well, that's weird. So the next few pages after that are cut off. I assume he was planning during this time. Like, this is like November, October-ish of 2014, and he's planning, and it cuts off for a few pages, and... Oh, this is interesting. There's one last page that's written on in here, and it's covered in scribbles. Like, madness across a page. It's like he was wrestling for control of the pen to get this all down. Handwriting is rushed and jagged, and it's just one sentence written over and over and over in just a chaos of pen scratches. There's blood and other things, so I should probably tell you how Jack decides to end this lovely story. After that big, hopeful entry in November, it ends here. A torrent of scribbles and insanity with one sentence carved over and over in every single available little nook and cranny of space he could find. And it reads just as follows. Get out of my head. Hello? Is someone there? Anyone? I'm not afraid of you! Okay, that's not completely true, but still. I am prepared to fight. Well, that's not true either. I wouldn't be much help in a fight with these noodle arms, but still. Don't try me. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, it's just a roaming gang of garbage bears. <laughs> We're good. <sighs> We're all right. All right then. I guess we keep moving. The sky is dark, the world is ominous, but hey, 
Nothing's attacking me. I don't know, it's hard to tell, but I'm pretty sure we're just crossing Sparrow. There was a burnt out forest shop and I think that was Tokiko's? That means we're just a few blocks away from the station. Now I may not be the best of runners, but if we keep a steady pace, should be there a few hours? Hopefully then there'll be something there to solve it or I can at least get a message out and figure out what's going on. Hopefully something can... Hello? There are always a couple of conflicts. What's... Is someone there? Get the work done. Hello? And don't I can hear you. Her. Sort of. <laughs> it's gotten humid here. It's just... I'm surrounded by mist. What's going on? This came out of nowhere. It's like... I broke both Wait. I know what this is. So she dealt with me accordingly. Jeremy? Jeremy, is that you? It was a Jeremy, things are hike. nuts right no now. I have no idea. Do you know what's going on? Jeremy! Jeremy! Hey, I see you! Why aren't you answering? Jeremy? Jeremy? What? What the? Live? Live? You're, you're alive? And you have a gun? What, what is going on? Mind your head. Holy crap, Liv. Are you going to stand there and gawk, or are you coming with me? Wait, Liv, what do you mean? He's not going to stay down forever, and we need to get out of here before he wakes up. But... For once in your life, stop asking questions and just listen. I'm trying to save your life, okay? Right, right, sorry. Lead the way. Dream Girl City is a production by N.J. Scholes. It was written, produced, and acted by N.J. Scholes. Homes featured for today are Strangler Fig and Allies or Enemies, written by N.J. Scholes. Have a question? Have a comment? Have a theory or just want to join into our fan group? Find us at our social medias. If you like supporting the show, please consider donating to our ACAST support feature on Anchor. Or... Simply rating and reviewing us wherever you get your podcasts and spreading the word is enough. We grow by your voices and everything that you can give us helps. Thank you so much to all of our supporters and for everyone who is sticking with us so far. I've been very pleased and very proud of how this season has gone thusly, and I hope you all enjoy the ride too. But until the time comes, just remember, when you open the door, there is going to be so much more.